Today's daf is Nazir daf Mem Aleph. We left off on the top of daf Mem Aleph Amir Aleph. We are about five lines into the page at Rabbi Eliezer. So uh, today we're going to discuss how Rabbi Eliezer derives that Teglachas Mitzorah has to be done dafka with the Ta'ar, that Teglachas, the shaving of a Mitzorah that has to be done as part of, his, part of his purification process, has to be done specifically with a razor. We're going to ask that question specifically according to Rabbi Eliezer. And then the Gemara is going to discuss why the Torah has to say that a Mitzorah Mitzorah shaves specifically Rosho, his head, and then Mitzorah shaves specifically his Kano, his beard. If the Torah already says Mitzorah has to shave Kal Sa'aro, so doesn't all of his hair already include Rosho and Zikano? And we're going to try to say, oh, there's some sort of Lima that we learn from, from one of them, but the Gemara is going to say, well, why don't we learn it from one of them? Why do we need both of them? Why does the Torah have to say Rosho and Zikano if it already said Kal Sa'aro? And then on the base, we're going to start getting into the source for the concept of Asei Dochalosa. Say. And uh, the source of the concept is going to be different according to different Tanayim, according to the Rabbanan, and according to Rabbi Lazar, we're going to have different uh, different Makaros for the idea of Asei Dochalos Asei. So let's, uh, let's begin again uh, just to chazer uh, over a little bit in order to understand where we're coming from. The Gemara up until this point has explained how, according to the Chachamim, it's Muchach that a Mitzorah has to be Megaleach specifically with a razor and with nothing else. But according to Rabbi Eliezer, there, there has been no such hechrech that a mitzorah has to shave with a razor. Why? Because the whole source that a mitzorah has to shave with a razor, according to the Chachamim, is the fact that, uh, that, that the Torah tells us that, uh, that, that um, is, is the fact that the Isra of Hashchas HaSazakin, generally, the Isra of shaving one's beard, generally, is only with a razor. So when the Torah says that the mitzorah has to shave, and that it's, uh, and, and we need a reboy to tell me that he's allowed to shave, so it must be that the Torah is telling me he's allowed to shave with a razor because normally the Yisra would only be with a razor. Why would I need a reboy to tell me the Mitzorah is allowed to shave his beard if not for the fact that, he's, uh, that he must be doing it with a razor? However, Rabbi Lezashita is that a person is not allowed to shave his beard even with even with something that's, uh, that's not normally used for shaving, a tweezer, a plane, something like that. He's not allowed to cut off the hair on his beard, uh, destroy the hair on his beard in any way whatsoever on a Darais level. So maybe, according to Rabbi Eliezer, the fact that we need a reboy in the Pasuk that a Mitzorah can shave his beard is to tell me that he's supposed to use a Malachi for Hitni, that he's not supposed to use a razor. We still don't know that the mitzvah of a Mitzorah to shave his beard is dafka with a razor, according to Rabbi Eliezer. The same drasha the Chum used would only teach Rabbi Eliezer that he, that he uses a Malachi for Hitni, not that he uses a razor. So that's what the Gemara asks. Rabbi Eliezer, my taima. According to Rabbi Lazar, what's the reason, what's the source? Over here, my time doesn't mean the reason, it really means what's the source for the idea that a mitzorah has to use a razor in his in his uh, in his shaving. And Tulsus elaborates for Abelazar da Amar Afilu Likto Bimlaket Britni Chayev Pas Tzakan. According to Abelazar, that even if you you shave off the beard with other types of cutting implements, you're going to be Chayev Umechayev Pas Tzakan Afilu Bishar Mashchisin. He would hold anything that destroys there on the face would be a violation. Vishapir Itzrich Zikano de Mitzorah de Dachi Lav Dashchas Tzakan. So when the Torah says that the Mitzorah has to shave Zikano, that he has to shave his beard, that reboy is there to teach me that normally he's not allowed to shave his beard with anything, but a Mitzorah is allowed to shave his beard with 
something. But it doesn't tell me that he has to use a tar. How's Rabbi Eliezer going to learn that the teglachas of a mitzorah has to be done specifically with a razor? So answers the Gemara, Rabbi Eliezer learns it from a different word in the Pasuk. Yalif me rosho. He learns it from the Pasuk rosho, from the, the Pasuk specifying that a mitzorah shaves rosho. Titania, because the Brisa teaches the following. Rosho matamalomar. Why does the Torah at all have to say Rosho? It already says by a Mitzorah that he has to be Megaleach. Kolsa Aro, that he has to be Megaleach, all of his hair. So why would it specify Rosho? We already know why it specifies why it specifies his beard. It specifies his beard because normally there's an Isser to shave off the beard, according to Rabbi Lezer, with anything, with any cutting implement, and Mitzorah has to do it. Why does it say Rosho, though? Lefishanemer Gabe Nazir, because there's a halacha by a Nazir, Ta'ar lo ya'avar al Rosho, that a Nazir is not allowed to have a razor on his head. Yachal af Nazir Mitzorah came. So you might think even a Nazir who becomes a Mitzorah, who gets Tzara'as, should also have, should also be subject to this Isser of Ta'aloyavar al-Rosho, that he should not be able to do his shaving Tahara the way a Mitzorah normally would, would do it. Tabalomar Rosho. That's why the Pasuk says Rosho. Now over here you see that, uh, that the Isser for a Nazir is Dafka to use a Tar. It's Tar lo Yavar al-Rosho. And yet we have a Pasuk telling me, whatever that is or is, don't worry if you're a Mitzorah. So Rosho is telling me that if you're a Mitzorah, you're allowed to use a Ta'ar. That you're, why are you allowed to use a Ta'ar? Must be because you have to use a Ta'ar. Meaning, if it were possible to fulfill the mitzvah of shaving a Mitzorah in his Ta'ar process using some other cutting implement, then the Torah never would have allowed using a Ta'ar for a uh, for a nazir mitzora because it's a violation of his naziros to use a tar. Pasuk says explicitly by mitzora tar lo yavar al rosho. The fact that we have a a word in the pasuk rosho to tell me that the the isra of tar lo yavar al rosho of a nazir is suspended when the person is a mitzora and that he's allowed to do tar lo yavar al rosho must be that a mitzora must use a tar. Otherwise, we never would have been matir in the first place. That's what we learn from rosho before the gemara. Uh, questions this drasha. Just a point over here. From from this sugya, it's clear that the, the reason that a Nazir Mitzorah is a Megaleach is because the Mitzvah's Giluach Mitzorah is Docha the Yisra of a Nazir. Meaning we're learning from here that the Mitzvah of Giluach of a Mitzorah, that a Mitzorah has to shave. Hey, this guy's in a uh, in, in a pickle over here. He's got an Isser to shave because he's a Nazir. And he's got a Mitzvah to shave because he's a Mitzorah. So what we're assuming is that the Mitzvah of Mitzorah is Docha the Isser of a Nazir. But the, uh, the Rishonim already raised the question that by Nazir, there's not only an Isser to shave, there's also a Mitzvah Saseh not to shave. The Pasuk says Kadosh Yeh Gadel Pera Sa'arosho, and it also says Tar Lo Yavral Rosho. So it's both an Aseh and a Lo Saseh. So shouldn't we learn from here in Kola Tarukula that Aseh is Docha Lo Saseh Vaseh? Because the Mitzvah has a Mitzvah Saseh to shave. The Nazir has a Mitzvah Lo Saseh that he's not allowed to shave and an Aseh that he has to keep his hair growing. So and you see that the the, the mitzvah of mitzorah is docha the the halachos of the nazir. So shouldn't we derive from here that kolatarukula ase is docha los ase vase? So the Rashba suggests this Rashba appears in uh, in in in, in Yavam I think the the Rashba 
the Rashba makes the uh, makes the suggestion as follows: that when the sugya are uh, later on in Daf Nuches and again in Yevamos, when uh, the, that, uh, that 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 the, the Gemara is going to say that the lavna sev nazirus are yeshnem b'sheila, so therefore they're more kal, and you can't learn from them to uh, to kula. The Gemara makes such a such an assumption that by nazir, since it's yeshnem b'sheila, you can you can be shoel on a nazirus. Those uh, prohibitions of a nazir are lighter prohibitions, and therefore, just because they are nidche in the face of tsaras, in the face of the mitzvah say of tsaras, it doesn't mean everything else will be nidche in the face of uh, tsaras. So you see that uh, that that, uh, that but, but what it would turn out then is that any time you have an asay and a losa say that yashnam b'sheila, they are nidche mipnei asay. That an asay would be docha a losa say vasei sheyashnam b'sheila. That if you have a losa say vasei that are uh, subject to sheila, the the another mitzvah sasei would be docha that. Problem is the Chuvas Rashba points out in Chel Gimel Sim Shin Mem Gimel that the Gemara in the Darm Daftazayin talks about that a neder is chal on a dvar mitzvah kedvar ashus. So if a person asks himself miyeshiva sukkah, he's aserba, meaning that it actually counts as a neder. A person takes a neder, not sitting in the sukkah, it becomes aser. So the Rishonim ask, why don't we say that the mitzvah sasei of sukkah should be docha the lav? Of neder, that the mitzvah sasei of sitting in the sukkah should be docha the lo sasei of violating neder. So all the rishonim say, no, because violating a neder is not just a lav, it's also an asei. And ain't asei the sukkah, docha lo sasei ve'asei the neder. But wait a second, if the yisod that we're suggesting is true, that when the asei and the lo sasei are yeshnam b'she'ila, are the kinds of asei and lo sasei that can go away by being shawal on it, then an asei can be docha such a lo sasei ve'asei, then the assay of sukkah should still be docha, the assay of Elos of a neder, because a neder is yashna b'she'ela. Meaning, if we're going to create this paradigm, that what our Gemara is telling us is that a mitzorah could be docha, the dinam of mitzorah could be docha nazirus. Why could they be docha nazirus? Aye, nazirus is Elos HaSev HaSei. Ah, it's because it's yashna b'she'ela. Well, then the mitzvah of sukkah should be docha neder. Aye, neder is Elos HaSev HaSei, but it's yashna b'she'ela. So the, the mitzvah of sukkah should be docha. So the Rashma says that when it says in the sukkah, Later on, that it's love la, dafka uh, that that, uh, that 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 it's 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 a and uh, the the gemara is not really saying that whenever it's yeshlam b'sheila you could be docha alosa say vasei and you can't learn from the save mitzvah to call kula for other reasons it's not that we that that we can't learn because nazir is 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 yeshlam b'sheila and therefore it's weak no the real reason we can't learn from the fact that mitzora is docha nazirus is because mitzora is so strong mitzora has certain chumras in his tahara, namely that his tahara is matir him betashma shamita, so his tahara involves an element of shalom bayis. So whenever someone's, uh, whenever a mitzvah is going to not just involve uh, mitzvah, but it's going to involve a level of shalom bayis, shalom bayis is such a strong consideration that we're going to allow such a mitzvah that involves shalom bayis to be docha losasevase, even though normally mitzvahs are not docha losasevase. Sukkah doesn't involve shalom bayis, so sukkah is not going to be docha. The losa say vase of a uh, of a, a neder. So that's what the uh, the and the Rashi says a riot to that is he says it can't be. That, uh, that, that there would ever be a havamina, that ase would be docha los ase vase. It just doesn't make any sense. Because an ase versus just the ase alone, why might only high ase may high ase? Why would we assume one ase is stronger than the other? So what? So the other ase is going to be weakened by the fact that it also has a lav? It doesn't make sense. It's, it's strengthened by the fact that it also has a lav. 
So the whole, the, the, it just wouldn't make sense to be svara. It has to be that there's some qualitative difference, there's something special, there's something unique about the assay of Mitzorah. The Rambam has a different take on the whole thing. The Rambam raises the question, the Rambam says, how could the assay of Giluach Mitzorah be docha assay velo assay? And he says that uh, the Nazir already has, has, has Tumah, Tumas Tzaras. So if he already has Tumas Tzaras, the days that he's declared absolutely tame with Tumas Tzaras don't count toward his Naziris anyway. So he doesn't have Kedusha. What was the assay of a Nazir? The assay of a Nazir is to be Kadosh. He's not Kadosh anyway. He has Tzaras. So what are you left with? You have an assay of a mitzvah to shave, a los assay of a nazir. The los assay is still there because he still has the status of a nazir. The los assay of a nazir tar lo yavar al rosho, but you don't have the assay of a nazir anymore. So don't tell me how could the the assay of of tzaras be docha the los assay ve'assay of nazirus. It's not. It's not a losasei vase of Nazirus anymore. He has no kedusha while he's a Nazir. So it's only a losasei of Nazirus. So it's stama. Say docha losasei. It fits uh, very nicely. That's the uh, that's the principle of a say docha of a say docha losasei. Chazanish just raises the question that if that were the case, then a Nazir while he has tzaras should be allowed mutter to uh, to cut his hair with a scissor or with sam or anything else because the uh, the the losase of a nazir is tar lo yavar al rosho the only reason the nazir is not allowed to get a haircut with a scissor is because of the assay of being kadosh that he has to he has to keep he has to be mekadesh the hair but according to this vart of the rambam that he has no kadosh anyway when he's uh, when he has when he has saras so then he should be allowed to get a haircut with a scissor he should be allowed to and that's uh, that 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 we don't say so the chazanish tries to suggest that no, he, it's not that, that he has no kedusha. It's not that he has no mitzvah saseh. It's that it's like a chatzishir in the mitzvah saseh. He has some sort of weakened form of the mitzvah saseh. I don't know, you've got to say something. It's a, it's a, tough, uh, a tough read. The Tori Evan, just on this Ramam, says he doesn't understand how could the glachas mitzvah be docha the iser of giluach of a nazir by a nazir the second he shaves a single hair, he's chayv malkus. The mitzvah to glachas mitzvah is only mekuyam once the guy shaves his entire body. So it's not unless it comes at the same time but over here he's not going to be mekayim the assay till long after he's already violated the los assay several times over so the Turiyavin suggests that by Yisurim of Nazir there's a kula because by the assay the Ramam writes that Nazir Mitzvah is no Kedusha and therefore by the love the, the Gemara says that it's Yeshno B'She'ela and uh, so, so it could be that since you could be Shoel and be Mevatel the Yisur it's considered the gabi the dechia as if there's no love at all, and therefore it's it's nidcha entirely. Meaning, if you keep. Uh, chiseling away at the chumrah of the Nazir by saying, oh, okay, he has no assay anyway because he has no kedusha when he has saras. And the los assay is yeshno b'she'ela. So maybe you don't need this requirement of be'idna. Maybe you say, you know what, it's such a weak iser, the iser of a Nazir, when, when the guy has saras anyway, that the mitzvah of mitzvah is just going to override it. It's not working with, uh, with, with, with uh, normal rules. Then Minchas Chinuch points out in mitzvah shin samaches that according to the svara of uh, Tosin 
Erevin, that when there's a stira between a lav and a say that comes al yidei pshia, the assay is not going to be dochalos assay. When he tells the Erevin, that's such a svara. When do we say assay dochalos assay? Nebuch, you're stuck in a situation where you're in a pickle, you're in a bind, you don't know what to do. So the assay is dochalos assay. But what if that situation was of your negligence? You created that situation with your own negligence. It says Tulsus and Mesechus Erevin, Dafkufa Meralev, then we do not say the assay is dochalos assay. So says Minchaschinuch, what are we talking about over here? A Nazir who has Tsaras. How did that happen exactly? Well, if the guy became a Nazir responsibly, he knew he'd be able to observe his Naziris, and then out of nowhere he gets a skin disease and he's declared a Mitzorah. So that's not negligence, that's not his fault. That's that we understand. And Asay is going to be Dochalos Asay. The Asay of Teglachas Saras is going to be Dochalos Asay. But what if it's the reverse? What if a guy already has Tsaras and he says, I'm the Kabbal Nazirus? And he has Tsaras. He knows that he has Tsaras. So he knows that he's going to have to do a Giluach of Tahara. So how can he be Makabal Nazirus? It's Pshia. It's absolute negligence. Says Menchaz Chinuch, if he does that, then we're not going to say that the Asay is Docha, the Los Asay. Then he would, we, would not, we would not say the Asay of, of Tsaras is Docha, the Los Asay. Menchaz Chinuch says, Meduik, this way in the Lashon of the Rambam. The Rambam Perkzayin Alach Tezvav of Hilchaz Nazirus says, that a Nazir Shenitztara is Megaleach. That if he's a Nazir who then got Saras, he's Megaleach. Sounds like a Mitzorah Shenazar would not, uh, would not be Megaleach. Menchus says it could be even if he was Mechabal the Nazirus Piyameya Hesker, when they closed him off and they were going to reassess him in a week to see if he has Saras, that's also Pshia, because well, who would take a risk like that? For all he knows, they're going to declare that he has, uh, that he's a Mitzorah Muflat. So maybe he can't, uh, even in that situation, he's not allowed to, uh, we, we, we would, uh, even, maybe even, even there, it would, be, it would be a problem. Okay, so says the Gemara now, Vaiter. The Gemara, what did we just say? That according to Rabbi Lazar, how do I know that a Mitzorah has to shave with a razor? We learn from the extra word, Rosho. Rosho teaches me that a Nazir Mitzorah, a Nazir has a low sase that he's not allowed to shave his head, that he's not allowed to shave his head with a, with a, with a, with a razor, a tar lo yavar al Rosho, but the Pasuk Rosho by Mitzorah tells me if a Nazir is a Mitzorah, he's allowed to do that. So what's he allowed to do? Shave his head with a razor. Why is he allowed to shave his head with a razor? Let him shave his head with something else? No, it must be that the only way to fulfill the mitzvah is with a razor. Says Gemara, are you sure that's what it's telling me? Maybe the mitzvah of a mitzvah shaving can even be accomplished with other cutting implements. That it doesn't have to be with a razor. It can be done with a malakid, with a tweezer, with a plane, with these other things. So then you're going to say that uh, what, why does it, what, why then would we allow him uh, to w- w- meaning what what is the pasuk telling me about tar meaning when the Torah says that a nazir is not allowed to shave with a tar but we have Rosho to tell me that as a mitzora he is it's telling me that the Mitzorah has the option of shaving with a tar. Meaning normally a Mitzorah wants to shave, he could shave with whatever he wants. If he's a Nazir, you might have thought, okay, tar is out, razor is out, because there's a special listener for a Nazir that he's not allowed to shave with a razor. That's what the Pasuk is telling me, that he has that option, but not that he's mechuyiv to shave dafka with a tar because the mitzvah of mitzorah can only be fulfilled with a tar. Maybe he's telling me, whatever a mitzorah normally does, and what a mitzorah normally does, maybe is not only a tar, it's any cutting implement he's allowed to do when he's, uh, when he's in Nazir, and if he chooses to do tar, that's also okay. So, Sal Nazir, Gabi Mitzorah Nami One might have thought that since that by a Nazir, 
if he shaves with a razor, he's going to be chayiv. So if he's a nazir mitzora, if he shaves with a razor, he's also going to be chayiv. That's what it's telling me, that he's not going to be chayiv if he chooses to shave with a razor. But it's, uh, but it's not necessarily saying that he has to uh, shave with a, with a razor. So says Gemara, no, that can't be what the Pasuk is telling me. Meaning, again, we thought we can, uh, originally the Gemara suggested, how does Rabbi Eliezer know that a Mitzorah has to shave with a razor? Because the Torah, by saying the word Rosho, is allowing a Mitzorah Nazir to shave with a razor. Why would we allow a Mitzorah Nazir to shave with a razor if not for the fact that the only way to fulfill the mitzvah of a Mitzorah is with a razor? And Nazir has an explicitly iser to shave with a razor. So the Gemara rejected that right. And the Gemara says, no, maybe a Mitzorah is allowed to shave with anything. And the extra word in the Pasuk of Rosho is telling me that a Mitzorah Nazir is allowed to choose to shave with a razor, even though in Achinami it's a violation of Nazirus normally to shave with a razor. So it says, That if, if, it, if it were true that a Mitzorah were allowed to shave with whatever he chose, with a tar or any other cutting implement, the Torah would have said more explicitly that we would give him that he's allowed to shave with the tar when he's a Nazir. The fact that we only have it as a reboy in the Pasuk says that we have to really minimize the Chiddush that the reboy in the Pasuk is telling me. Meaning it doesn't make sense that if a guy as a Mitzorah could fulfill his mitzvah of a Mitzorah by shaving with a razor or any other implement that we would allow him to violate, that when a person is a Nazir and a Mitzorah, we'd allow him to shave with a razor and violate the Nazirus. Why can't you use a scissor? Why can't you use a tweezer? Why can't you use anything else to get rid of your hair? And that would still be a fulfillment of Tzaraz. So no, it doesn't make sense that we would allow it, that we would allow him to do something that would be a blatant violation of the Nazirus, that the Torah would be allowing it, unless the Torah said so explicitly. We can't assume that that's what the Torah is allowing. Just from the word Rosho, that's not explicit. So it must be that the word Rosho is telling me that the only option for a Mitzorah is to use a tar, and that's why we allow the Mitzorah to use a tar even when he's a Nazir. If there were some other option, we never would have allowed him to use a tar when he's a nazir. We would have allowed, we would have forced him to use that other option if there were some other option. It must be there is no other option. The only option for a mitzora is with a tar, and that's what's docha the nazirus that we allow him to use a tar when he's a nazir as well. So, bottom line is the Gemara wanted to know how do we know according to Rabbi Eliezer that a mitzora has to do the mitzvah of teglacha specifically. With the razor, and the answer is the extra word Rosho that it says by the shaving of a Mitzorah. It already says a Mitzorah has to shave his whole body. Why does it say Rosho? It says Rosho to teach me that even when a Mitzorah is a Nazir, he goes through with the shaving in the normal way, and that's only a Chiddush if you assume that the and, and, and we, if you assume that the Mitzvah of a Mitzorah is with the Tar, because the only Isra the Nazir has is with the Tar. So the Torah is telling me specifically what what is normally not allowed for a Nazir is allowed when he is a Mitzorah. What's normally not allowed for a Nazir? A Tar. So that's allowed when the guy is a Mitzorah. Why is it allowed? Because a Mitzorah's only option is to shave with a Tar. So it's the word Rosho that teaches us that a Mitzorah has to shave with a Tar. That is how Rabbi Eliezer learns. Verabanan. 
the Rabbanon or didn't need the word Rosh to teach me that a, that a Mitzorah shaves with the tar. The Rabbanon already learned it from Zikano that it tells me that he has to that he's allowed to shave his beard, which normally is doch, which normally is an iser to shave a beard with a razor. So the Rabbanon already learned that a Mitzorah has to shave with a razor from Zikano. So the Rabbanon hi Rosh my darshibe. So what are the Rabbanon going to do with the actual Rosh Meaning, after all, the the pasuk by Mitzorah already says that you have to shave off all of the hair. So what's added with the word Rosho, so the lavda hakafa. They use the word Rosho to teach that we can uh, that, that that we're docha the losase of hakafa in general. There is an iser in general not to cut off one's payas, the payas harosh, so not to rattle off the payas. You might think that a person who has taras and has to do the shaving of his entire body should skip the payas, that he should leave his payas there, and he's not allowed to cut off the payas. That's why the Pasuk says rosho, to tell me that he has to, uh, that he, that he, he has to shave off the payas, and that's a mitzvah, and that he shouldn't worry about the iser of shaving off the payas. The achronim raised the question, why is it, um, why is it that with Docha the Asayev Giluach that the Asayev Giluach Mitzorah is Docha the Losasei of Hakafas Harosh of shaving the payas isn't it Efshel Kaim Shneim? How is it Efshel Kaim Shneim? What's the Mitzorah's uh, mitzvah of shaving? Mitzvah is to shave whatever hair he has. So if he doesn't have, he have if he has bald spots, he doesn't have to shave those bald spots, right? So if the Isra of Hakafas Harosh is uh, only cutting the hair, so couldn't he uh, couldn't he take some sam or something, and put it on his payas, let that hair disappear on its own, it'll take an hour or whatever, the hair will disappear on its own, and then the mitzvah of the mitzvah of cutting the rest of his hair with the tar, won't include his payas, he'll be able to shave the rest of his body with the tar. So isn't it Efshar L'Kaim Shneim? So why is it that the assay of a mitzvah shaving is docha the iser of cutting the payas harosh, and the payas hazakan for that matter? Let, let's, uh, let's assume the payas harosh will be usher to even cut off with the Sun, like uh, many Rishonim would hold. So, uh, so the, say the Peos Hazaken. Why would we assume that the Isra of uh, that the mitzvah of mitzora shaving is doch the Isra of cutting off the, uh, the of shaving the beard? Why don't we say use a sam on the beard, get rid of it, and then the hashchasa the tar will be used for the rest of for the rest of the body. So there are several answers that are suggested by Achronim. The Dvar Avraham Chelik Beisim and Dalid Ostezayin suggests that it could be that it takes the sam a while to work. And in a chinami, if you have that kind of time, then uh, then you could do it. But maybe we're talking about where the Torah is being matir, the uh, the the where the Torah is saying the asev mitzvah is docha, the losa say it's talking where it's uh, an hour before shkia, and if you're megaleach besam, it's going to be docha the tara to the next day, and that you don't have to do. You have a mitzvah of doing the of doing the tara today. So maybe that's 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 the ukimta. That's quite an ukimta that we're only going to say asev docha losa say if you're holding by shkia and you you're, you're timing it that. Uh, that the psalm is not going to be able to work in time. Then the Dvaravram suggests a little bit uh, maybe more satisfying. He says, based on the Gemara Masech's Baba Kama, Gemara Baba Kama Pevav says that if someone is Mavir Seir Bissam, Shuvein Ochoze, that, uh, which Rebbe was it, the Kleisenberger? That, uh, no, it was, um, not the Kleisenberger, it was, I forgot, one of the Rebbe's that, uh, that they, the Nazis 
put some sam on his face and he never was never able to have a beard after that. That uh, so the the, the, the Kalavar Rabbi, right? So the uh, from the Shaldik Kalavar Rabbi, not the American Kalavar. So the uh, that the, the if you put a sam on the face, the Gemara says in Masechet Baba Kama that it's never going to come back; it will never grow back. So that's uh, and, and in fact, the Gemara Baba Kama says that makes a person a balmum. So someone who does that, someone else has to pay for it. That's why it comes up in Baba Kama. So that's not called Efshar Lekayim Shneim for a person to suffer the indignity of making himself a balmum forever. Is not called Efshar Lekayim Shneim. That he could that he could be mekayim yase and alos yase. That's uh, what the Dvar Avram writes. Okay, so uh, so says the Gemara Vayter now. Lomelim lichtav rosho v'tepe. Lomelim lichtav rosho v'tepe kaimizikno. But wait a second. According to the Rabbanu, what are we learning from Rosho? That the mitzvah of shaving a mitzora is docha the iser of shaving off your payas. But can't you learn that already from the beard, from the fact that it says you're supposed to shave the beard? The Tanya, the Brisa tells us, why does it say to shave the beard? Because it already says by a Kohen, that a Kohen has a special issue, he's not allowed to shave his beard. You might think that even if the Kohen is a Mitzora, he has an Isser not to shave his beard. That's why it says that a Mitzora has to shave his beard. So it already tells me that the mitzvah of shaving a Mitzora is all-encompassing, and it's docha isurim that normally would be there. So normally you have an iser to shave your beard. If you have if you have tzaras and you have to shave, that's docha the iser to shave your beard. So therefore, by extension, normally you have an iser to shave your pace. Yeah, but if you have tzaras and you have to shave, it's docha the iser to shave your pace. So lamelin lichtov roshav, lamelin lichtov zakano. Why does the pasuk have to say both? Why does it have to say after it already says vayo beyom ashri galeches kol saaro? Why does it then need to spell? Why Esro show vs Zikano? I don't need both of those examples. Says Gemara, I do. Tzrichi. If it only would have said Zekano and not said Rosho, I would not have realized that the fact that a Mitzorah is shaving his head, you're right, I would know that a Mitzorah is allowed to shave his head, but I wouldn't have known that that's a big deal. I would not have known that shaving one's entire head is normally compromising any halachic principle. I would have just assumed that shaving your head is mutter, that Hakafas uh, Kala Rosh is Loshma Kafa, that the Isra of Hakafas is only to shave off the pace, but there's no Israel of a kafasarosh to shave one's entire head. That's what I would have assumed. So that's why it has to specifically That's why it has to specifically say Rosho to tell me that there is generally an Israel of a kafasarosh, even a kafas But don't worry, when you're a mitzora and you have to shave, you're allowed to do that Isr. Now, the, what's the tzad to be machalik to be matir kafas kalarosh? If you're not allowed to cut off your pace, why would I think cutting off more hair makes it mutter? I mean, you cut off the hair on top of your head, that makes it any better? Why would it, what, what's the svara that a kavas kalarosh could work? So Rashi in Yavam, that could be mutter. Rashi in Yavam, Daf, Daf Hay, writes that, uh, that, that, that it's the fact that it says, lo sakifu pa'as. So it's coming to tell me, specific, why doesn't it just say lo sakifu roshchem? By saying pa'as roshchem, it's coming to be mema'et ha kavas kalarosh. Tosus and the Rush write that the havamin is that kavas kalarosh is simply not called hakafa. Ha, what does the word hakafa literally mean? Hakafa means rounding off. Well, if a person shaves his whole head, he's not rounding anything off. The isr is cutting off the pace where you have a round, where you can make a line around your head, uh, you know, from 
from from hair to no hair. That's rounding off the haircut. But if a person just shaves all that, he's not rounding anything off. The Rambam, however, says different. The Rambam say for mitzvah mitzvah mem gimel. Critical Rambam that garners so much discussion in the poskim. The Rambam writes that the Isra of Hakafa is because we're not supposed to look like the Komre of Odazara. And it used to be that the priests for Avodazara would shave the sides of their head and would leave the top of their hair, they would leave the, top, the hair on the top of their head growing very long. So he says, Dafka the Isser is to resemble that. So once you're not resembling that, that's why you would assume Hakafas Kalarosh is not a violation. That's what the Chinuch writes as well. So the Torah, uh, the Chinuch says, it could be that the Torah answers Hakafas Kalarosh because it's like a Siagda Raisa, you know, that uh, if you do Hakafas Kalarosh, you might come to have that kind of haircut. But that's what it's really based on, that it's based on looking like the Komen. So the Rambam clearly assumes this is the reason, and the Rambam seems to be assuming because that's the reason for the Isser, that's why there's Mapam to say that Hakafa's Kalarosh is not called Hakafa. Asks the Torah in Simon Kuf Pe'alf in Yaradea, what do you need reasons for mitzvos? Mitzvos melechem aleinu. You don't need to find reasons for mitzvos. What's the Torah asking? The, the, the Torah never meet the Rambam. The Rambam Mar Nevuchim is always giving reasons for mitzvos. The whole Sefer Achinuch gives reasons for every mitzvah. What's the Torah so bothered by that the Rambam is finding reasons for mitzvos? So the Beis Yosef explains what the Torah is asking is that it's as if it had we not the Torah thinks that the Rambam sounds that if we didn't know the reasons for the mitzvahs, we wouldn't do the mitzvahs. And that if this reason doesn't apply, the mitzvah wouldn't apply. And the Beis Yosef says, based on what the Ram says many times, that even though the kol mitzvahs are gzeros melechem, he doesn't know why the Torah is getting so upset. The Ram clearly doesn't mean to say that. The Ram clearly doesn't mean to say that we wouldn't do the mitzvahs if we didn't understand the reasons. Mitzvahs are gzeros melech, but as much as we can give tam and be darish time and to understand the reason, so that's what we're supposed to do. And the Ram, and plus this reason the Ram didn't make up on his own. The Torah itself is Meramis to it, because it's the Isra of Akavas Arosh is written right next to the uh, Isra of Chukos Agayim. So it's probably along the same lines. The Ram is not trying to say any great Chidushim that the mitzvah wouldn't apply if we didn't know the reason. Beis Yosef says the Torah is unwarranted in this attack. Says the Dark Moshe, how could the Beis Yosef be choshed the Torah of thinking that the, the Beis Yosef thinks that the Torah thinks that the Rambam would say that the whole mitzvah doesn't apply if uh, if the reason didn't apply? Darkey Moshe says, how, why, why would you say that about the Torah? That's a terrible thing to say about the Torah. That's not what the Torah's kasha on the Rambam was. The Torah's kasha was that we shouldn't say that 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 that, uh, that if you could do you could cut off your payus in a way that's not going to resemble the Gayim, that it's then going to be mutter. And that's in fact, what the Rambam seems to be saying over here that a kavas kolarosh is mutter because ah, it doesn't resemble the gaim. What do you mean? The Torah says don't cut off your pace. So what if it doesn't resemble the gaim? Why does it matter if it resembles the gaim or doesn't resemble the gaim? That's the Torah's real kasha on the on the Rambam. A lot of discussion in Achronim going uh, going forward about that. The Taz suggests that according to the Rambam, the Isser is only because it's chukos hagayim, and therefore if it's 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 bound by the gedarim of chukos hagayim, which is a huge kula because the halacha is for chukos hagayim. If you need, if you're kar of lamalchus, you're allowed to wear the special clothing that they wear. So they would turn out, says the Taz, that if you need to cut off your payas because you're kar of lamalchus, you're allowed to do it. It's, it goes by the rules of chukos hagayim. Other achronim and chaschinuch in particular is very unhappy about that. He's very unhappy about that Taz. What do you mean? It's not about chukos hagayim. It's a separateness or in addition to chukos hagayim. Menchaschinuch has a, has a plea of He says, if you think about it, 
What's the issue of dressing like a guy? Whatever, let's say I want to dress like a guy did in the 17th century. Today, I want to dress like a guy did in the 17th century. Mechuskin says, no problem. That's not a violation of Chukas Agayim. It's whatever the Gayim are doing now that it's a violation of Chukas Agayim. So right now, the Gayim aren't cutting off their payas. Let's say. Uh, let's say right now, the Gayim aren't cutting off their payas. The Gayim are all growing payas and long beards, let's say, right now. Uh, so, so they showed on the scoreboard of the Yankee game last night. I was at the Yankee game. Like, kids, a guy with this super long beard, not a, not a Jew. So, okay, so let's say that's the way the Goyim are going. Long beards and pays. So now it's going to be Chukas Agayim to grow a long beard and pays. That, and, and, it's going to be, and there's no Isser of cutting off the payas anymore? No, that's ridiculous. Of course there's still an Isser of cutting off the payas, says Minchas Chinuch. This doesn't go by the Gedarim of Chukas Agayim. This is a separate Isser. So, okay, so that's the, uh, the, the discussion with that Rambam. But anyway, in the Gemara over here, what we're in the middle of discussing is, why, according to Rabban, do I need Rosho and Zekano? So he said, we need the word Rosho because without the word Rosho, we would have thought that a kafas kalarosh is mutter. Now, so why not just say Rosho? And I'll learn from Rosho that the mitzvah of a mitzvah cutting his hair is dolcha any isurim that you would normally have associated with cutting hair. Because of Rosho, if it would have said Rosho, of and would not have said about the beard, I would have thought to derive two things. I would think that it teaches us that an Asay is Dokhalosase, and that a Kavas Kalarosh counts as Hakafa, so it is in fact a Losase, and that's why I need Rosho to tell me that he's allowed to get that haircut, but I would not know that he that that uh, that a Mitsora has to cut with a razor. And therefore I uh, I need Zikano, Zikano. That's why I have Zikano to tell me that uh, that a Mitsora has to cut with a uh, with a razor. So what did we just say? That according to the Rabbanon, who don't need Rosho to teach me Ta'ar, they, uh, they use Rosho to teach me that Asay is Docha Losasay. That the Asay of a Mitzorah cutting off his payas is Docha Losasay, that a person is normally not allowed to cut off their payas. Good, but Rabbi Lezer, who uses Rosho to teach me that a Mitzorah is Megaleich Betar, how does he know that Asay is Docha Losasay? How does he know that there's a rule in general that a Mitzorah Sasay can be Docha he learns it from the mitzvah of tzitzis. Because the Bryce teaches that there's a juxtaposition between two mitzvahs. One losase, one asay. Torah says the silver shotness. Torah says that one is not allowed to wear Shatnis, Semru Pishtum Yachtov, and Shatnis is defined as Semru Pishtum Yachtov. That's Devarim Perachav Beis Pasuk Yud Aleph. And what does it say in Pasuk Yud Beis, the very next Pasuk? Gedilim Tasala Chalar Bakanfus Ksuscha Shet Chaseba. And make Tzitzis. So Hagedilim Tasal Chamehem. You're not allowed to wear Shatnis, but if you want to make Tzitzis out of your Shatnis, that you're allowed to do. Why can you make Tzitzis out of Shatnis? Because Asay is Docha, Alos Asay. That's where we learn that Asay is Docha, the Los. I say, Tosas raises the question, how can we learn from here that, uh, that the Yisra of Klaim is Nidcha? Maybe the Smichas of the Pasuk is just telling me that Semer and Pishtim uh, uh, strings are matir any type of Beged. How do I know that it's talking about Semer or Pishtim Yachtav? So that's what they suggest, that specifically because the Torah says, uh, the Torah says, Losubus Shatnes Semer or Pishtim Yachtav, Gedilim Tasalucha, it says if it's saying Gedilim Tasalucha Mehem, that you should make Gedilim from them, from these materials that we just identified. That it's not just that they are kosher to use for strings of tzitzis, and they're always kosher to use it. No, it's saying that you should specifically use these ingredients to, uh, to make tzitzis. 
Tosa says, Vaitu though, how can we learn from the Isra of Klaim to call it Tarakula? The Isra of Klaim is an Isra that's Hutar Michlalo, Big De Kuhuna, our Mutter Beklayim. So the Isra of Klaim is a lower level Isra, it's Hutar Michlalo, Big De Kuhuna. So Tosa suggests by Big De Kuhuna, it's not Hutar Michlalo, that's also a Sey Dochalosase, meaning it's, it's, it's using, it's, it's the reason Big De Kuhuna are allowed to be with Shatness is for the same reason Tzitzis are allowed to be with Shatness. It's not some st- Stam general heter that you have out there. It also functions based on Asei Dochalosase. And, uh, okay, so that's, uh, there's more to say, obviously, on Asei Dochalosase, but we'll stop there. Uh, tomorrow, I think we're scheduled to do two Dabin, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. So, no Shir, no Shanaraba. It's a longer Dabin. So, tomorrow, two Dabin, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. So, you shouldn't be taken by surprise if you come to the afternoon Dabin. You're left on it.